Hi guys, welcome back to the Mamahood podcast. Finally, um, my name is Tenji. I am your host, and today I have got a special mama here with me. Hi guys. Hi, how you doing, girl? Good, thank you. It's been so long. It has. Yeah, we're gonna record. That's all we keep saying, but we <laughs> I haven't. Know, I know. We haven't been able to record anything. Finally, we're here. Yep. Can you please tell people your name? Yeah, my name's Lucille. I'm a mom of two boys. I'm currently carrying my third child. Oh, God, help me. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and um, I'm currently studying my master's degree in psychological well-being and clinical practice. Oh, damn. Okay. As well. So oh, I'm exhausted already just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing it, though. So yeah. good on you. Some of us, please. What's the school? <laughs> The thought of like thinking about uni and studying it's like so hard. It's really hard. I yeah. didn't anticipate the amount of work yeah. that I have to do with two kids. Well is you looking after each god. And a newborn. Yeah. Girl, good luck. How long <laughs> how long have you got till you finish? Um well I was doing full time, then mm-hmm. I saw the workload. Yeah. And then I was just like, Please can I be a part time? Mm. I cannot do this. So I've got this year and then the following year, then I'm done. Okay. Oh, There's that's not too years. bad. Know, yeah. yeah. Once once a week. Yeah. And moment. time will just fly, fly. by as yeah. well. Like it's been doing. But um anyway, today's episode is an interesting one. We're going to be talking about having a child out of wedlock. Oh god. This one is a tough one because hey, look at some of us. <laughs> 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 oh my god and obviously for you is having a child out of wedlock and then being a pastor's daughter as yeah. well so damn like tell us about tell us about that um yeah so basically i i wasn't always a pastor's child I mm-hmm. wasn't, I, that journey started for me like 2008 mm-hmm. um before then, we were just like a regular family, churchgoers, just normal churchgoers yeah. and stuff, just every Sunday. Even then, we were just going to church for mm-hmm. the sake of it. Yeah. Like my mum would dress up in like African clothing, their head tie. <laughs> oh, bless just, her. Just for people to see, wow, she's dressing nice. And then I'll just be, I don't know, doing whatever. Yeah. And then we moved to Manchester. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's when the journey came because we all used to live in London. Okay. And then that's when our journey started in 2008. Okay. Yeah. So, like, what clicked for your dad? Like, what made him want to be... To be honest, well, to be a his, his story was he'd always had the calling. The calling, yeah. He just ran away from it because life was just too fun Yeah. to put aside. you know what I mean? He always yeah. ran away from it. And then once he moved up here, the calling just kept getting louder and louder and louder and louder until he had to answer it and stuff. So, and yeah. we were already going to a church where he was an evangelist oh okay so and i was part of the choir mm-hmm. so my love for church grew from then yeah. and then his stepping into his cordon i guess yeah started from there okay stuff, yeah oh damn you know? yeah so what's um obviously said it started in 2008 yeah. what has it been like for you like ever ever since that um in terms of like is has there always been pressure not just from your parents but you know um you know black people know. once they know that yeah the expectations can yeah. be too much yeah. there is a stereo- stereotype mm-hmm. 
on pastor's kids naturally anyway you've yeah, got to be is. perfect <laughs> you can't make a mistake uh-huh. you need to live righteous and holy that yeah. is already there in general but you know what's funny i feel like it's always the pastor's kids that are always doing the their madness we are the worst. God, there are some stories. We are the worst. Like, the yeah. devil really tries it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally. But well, I didn't feel the pressure at all because I was young. I was 15 yeah. when my dad started. Mm-hmm. And I, did, I was just young and I was just already in love with the idea of church anyway. I really yeah. was. I gave my life to Christ, like, mm-hmm. for myself. Yeah. 17 years. And I got baptized just before I got turned 18. Yeah. And then I felt like... It was from then that I don't know, like the pressure started. How come? Was because it? obviously, you know, they tell you no, no, this before marriage, no mm-hmm. that and stuff. And then, girl, you might as well tell us no what. Hey, no sexy. <laughs> <laughs> come on, <laughs> we're all grown that, here. Yeah, like that's when. That's when. Not the mm. pressure from the church necessarily, but the yeah. pressure spiritually for yeah. me started. Okay, that was when like the no sex before marriage literally flew out the window, and then that pressure on myself started. Like I can't believe. I'm sinning. That was actually what came to my head. Not that I'm having sex, it was I'm sinning. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then um Especially after being baptized as well. You definitely feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. I feel renewed, refreshed, restored. When did I get baptized? I think I only got baptized um two two years ago now. Huh? See? No. See, I don't even remember. You God, (laughs) forgive me. It's either it's been two years or a year. No. Ah, my God. See, I don't even remember. And I think after I got baptized as well, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm not doing Mm -hmm. all this madness. Hey, God. And then the devil tried me. Honestly, when madness rushes in. Yeah. And then, boom. And and when that happened for me, Mm -hmm. I felt some type of way. I was, I was, I don't know what I would say. I was scared. But I really felt bad. I really felt like I'd seen like badly yeah that overwhelming feeling of mm-hmm. you're going to hell just <laughs> falls on you heavy literally. it does you definitely feel that yeah because after obviously after it happened i was thinking that's it yep mm-hmm. it's I'm all going, downhill yeah, from here going to hell now i am but <laughs> <laughs> well, the pressure as well started from then on myself and then when i turned 20 mm-hmm. i started getting it from church Okay. Not because I was doing anything outrageous. Yeah. Not because of that, but because my role in church increased. So I was no longer just in the choir. Okay. But now I was starting to lead youths. Okay. Yeah. So I became a youth leader mm-hmm. when I was 20. And yeah. that was when I met my now husband. Oh, okay. And was, and was this your choice to be like so involved with church? Or yeah. Was it yeah. because of your parents? Oh, no, 100%. Mm. I felt like my parents being pastors has nothing to do with my relationship with God. Okay. Um, that only started intertwining after I had, had my first child. Okay. But we'll get to that. <laughs> yes, so, we'll yeah. get to that. Yeah, go on. <laughs> so yeah, my relationship with God and the church had nothing to do with the fact that my parents had, because even before my dad became a pastor, I was already involved okay. in the choir and stuff. That's good. Yeah, so. Because mm, I grew up in, um, I grew up Catholic. Oh yeah. Yeah, and 
I, I think with me, I feel like it was forced on me. Really? Yeah. So I feel like I would go to church, but nothing it would just go in and come out yeah Yeah. just for the sake of saying oh yeah i'm going to church Mm -hmm. and then i went to boarding school as well in a catholic boarding school and i feel like religion was literally shoved down our throats because yeah the things they used to do to us in that boarding school oh god please this one is a conversation for another (laughs) day but yeah I've, i've yeah my relationship with god wasn't like that only because i felt like it was so forced yeah. to me. Like, you weren't given the choice to <sighs> yeah. choose, I guess. Mm-hmm. The opportunity to choose for yourself. Yeah. To explore yeah. for yourself, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, haven't, I haven't really bothered with... Mm. Um, joining anything in church it's always been oh i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go to church yeah. because but it's only now that it's changed though yeah. but before it's just oh, i'm going to church and then i say and then going home yeah. but now i'm just i'm trying to be involved <laughs> <laughs> just trying yeah yeah mm-hmm. but now like i loved church and then from 20 i met my now husband mm-hmm. and I thought you guys met in uni. Yeah, we did. I was I went to uni when I was twenty. Okay. And that was actually the first time I ever left home. Can you imagine? Damn. Yeah, literally. I was raised in such a bubble mm-hmm. of the world is I don't know, it wasn't until I left home Okay. That I realised what kind of life <laughs> <laughs> What kind of life is life, literally. Because really? I was I my bubble was mm. men love their wives as Christ loved the church. Oh Lord. No one hurt anybody. Everyone mm-hmm. was just kumbaya. Literally that was that was how I grew up. Yeah. Literally. Even like the things with my parents, mm-hmm. it was hidden. So I didn't realise that husband and wife fought. I didn't. It was really hidden mm-hmm. until we spoke as siblings. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Until like my, because I've got 10. Well, there's 10 of us all together. God damn. I know. So <laughs> my big sisters, they're the first set of kids for my dad. Okay. When they tell us like, no, this is what, I then started being like, what? Mm. It was like how someone was like cracking an egg on my head for the first. It was so weird because my mom really tried her hardest to shield us from Finding reality. Yeah. Literally. So I... Came into reality That's good and really dangerous hard. at it the was same so time. Dangerous. Yeah. For me, especially. Because I'm a very timid person when yeah. I was. I was a very timid person. So if something small happens to me, some people out there will be like, oh, that's, that's, that's minor. minor. Yeah. But yeah. for me, my life is over. It's a big deal. Literally, isn't it? yeah. Okay, now I get that. Yeah. So the pressure came from church because of my role, obviously, increased and stuff. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. Is it, was it a black church? Yeah, it is. Well, we're not necessarily just Nigerian. There's different tribes as well. So we've got yeah. Ghanaian, we've got South African. Girl, that don't mean nothing. Like <laughs> the pressure is still kind of be there. It's just our people, yeah. It? yeah. Yeah. It's just them. That's what they do. They yeah. just have these expectations of us, mm-hmm. and I feel like they're always waiting yeah. for you to do something, something wrong. Yep. So mm-hmm. that they can be like, we knew it. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> oh my so god. The not only was just like in my role in church, but mm-hmm. like when you get married, they were planning like how I would get married as well. What? Because you're the first child for your partner it was just it's just it just got too much Mm -hmm. and then i went to uni which was in preston yeah and then i met my now husband my baby daddy (laughs) and then 
to be honest, literally, I met him and I was just like, oh, I'm going to marry him. Yeah. I was telling all my friends, I found my husband. Because that's what they tell you. When you go uni, you will find your husband. Oh, that's damn. what I was told. Really? So oh, gosh. So- <laughs> my uni experience was a mess. <laughs> oh, my so God. when I went uni and I, and I felt like, oh, yeah, I found him, mm-hmm. I was so happy because what they had been telling me was true. Yeah, I found my husband. Mm-hmm. And yeah. had you dated like before him? Not really, no. I only dated a, like a white guy. Mm-hmm. Just briefly. Oh, okay. But like my husband now, he's been my only real experience. And what an experience that is. <laughs> <laughs> and how many how many years has it been? Like six years. God damn. Since, so since uni. Yeah. Literally until... my whole twenties has been with him. Literally. God damn. I know. Okay, so you guys <laughs> have met now. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, I was just so in love with the idea of I found my one. Yeah, that I shifted my love for church onto that. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would always travel back home every weekend for church. Okay, for choir practice on Saturdays, mm-hmm. for a night prayer every Fridays. Yeah, to now I'm going back once a month. Because Damn. we started getting involved intimately. Oh, okay. So. And then, okay, I, I don't even know how to ask this question. But how did you go from this person in church to then being okay with sleeping with your babes? Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> so I went literally going to church every weekend like i would Mm -hmm. not i'll be in uni monday to friday Mm -hmm. and i would not miss a service friday saturday or sunday Mm -hmm. but then when i met him i was just so in my idea of i'm just so in love with this guy even Mm -hmm. though i just might know it's crazy (laughs) y'all but is he heavy on church or he wasn't bothered with church okay and that was what attracted me to him because we weren't just like oh i met you bang or shagging (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't like that okay i got to know him because i knew the type of guy i want okay Mm. and he obviously knew the type of girl he wanted to settle down with yeah he just wasn't necessarily ready at that time okay but for me i, I was thinking Did white dress in it <laughs> i was thinking of, i already oh. know where we're getting married as well <laughs> yeah, of, oh. and then i got to know him and he did have a relationship with god yeah. but it wasn't as strong as mine okay do you know what i mean and then when you get involved with someone who's his relationship isn't necessarily the same level as yours. Mm-hmm. It's either you stay strong and you drag them up, okay. or you start to lose yourself a bit and then you Didn't follow them. That was what happened to me. Oh, damn. Because he was my first experience. He was yeah. my first, literally, whatever. So I just literally ran after him. So you were like, like yes, I wasn't I'm trying to please you. Like, <laughs> I was just so like, Oh, I found him. He's, yeah. he's amazing. Yeah. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I can imagine it. 20. Yeah. 20. Yeah, I was 20. Yeah. 20, 21. Yeah. At that age, you'll be yeah. thinking, oh my God, this is it for me. Yeah. And we would talk and we got to know each other. And I was just like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You are the kind of guy. Even before knowing you, I already fell in love with you. Yeah. But now that I know you, yeah. I want to pursue a relationship kind of thing. And he yeah. knew that, but he was just like, sis, sit down. <laughs> it's not like that for me. <laughs> so then, yeah, we started like shagging and whatnot. <laughs> And then I got pregnant. Straight away? No. Do you know what? I think I bought that on myself, you know, because when we were like, you know, intimate. Yeah. At one point I thought to myself, hang on, how come I've not been pregnant? Does that mean I can't get pregnant? 
Who does that? I've done that. Have you? Yeah. I've I was done thinking, that. I'm literally having sex with this person, mm-hmm. protected as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm, it's not like I'm back in the pill as well. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> literally, it's only whenever, you know. Yeah. But then straight. I feel like at that age as well, we're not really um, aware of, oh, we ovulate. Yeah. So I think sometimes, you know, it's possible that we've had sex on days when we're, we're not ovulating. Yeah. And then the fact that we haven't gotten pregnant, we're like, <gasps> Maybe yeah, I exactly. can't get pregnant. Yeah, well, that that's what I that think was what anyway. Was going on in yeah. my mind as well. Like, hang on, I've been having sex with this guy for like three months, and I'm not been pregnant yet. Wow. <laughs> and then it just carried on, yeah. and then I got pregnant. And I Did you it, guys talk about um, kids or protection? We never got to that. We were just so into yeah. ourselves. Yeah. Like the type of things we like as people. Mm-hmm. We never even got the chance to talk about how we would raise kids. We did that after the child came. Oh, God. And we were clashing a lot. Okay, so you guys started being intimate. And then how yeah. long in between that did you guys get pregnant? I'd say about eight months. Okay, so all together. in January 2014. Mm-hmm. I introduced him, actually, to my church and parents in August of that year. Yeah. To talk about fast, right? Bloody hell. No, that's not bad though. Eight months. I was just so my church knew him before okay. I was pregnant. Oh, okay. Because I would already and I introduced him to my parents. I was just like, "Hey, mom and dad, yeah, I found my one." Yo, like, <laughs> and he was stood in front of them like, "Yeah, good afternoon, yeah, good afternoon." <laughs> it was literally the whole setup. Like, yeah, this is the guy I'm bringing home. Yeah, don't expect anybody after him. Kind okay. of vibe. Literally. Okay, damn. And I had to do that because Talk my mom already said, "If you bring one person home, don't bring somebody else." Really? Then, yeah. Oh wow. So. Okay, to be fair, I've only ever introduced one guy to my mum. So after him, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd never thought of, I'm going to bring somebody else. Oh, okay. And he knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And he was okay with it. So I thought, yeah. And I'm was good. it the same for him as well? I didn't mean his parents were like, I thought I had a baby or something like that. What? Yeah. No, when I was pregnant, I didn't mean his parents until I was like six, seven months pregnant. But did they know that you were pregnant? No, not until they met me. <laughs> I know. Imagine the shock. They were very shocked. But okay, so we introduced baby daddy before you, you were pregnant. Yeah, I did. Okay. To the church, first of all. And first to my parents, actually, then to the church. Can you imagine having to introduce your mom to the church? You have to. That's what you do as pastor's kids. Ah, oh, God. Not necessarily formally, like uh-huh. church, hallelujah, y'all. I found my parents. No, it was just like he came to a service with me yeah then people were just like oh who's your friend and then i had to be like oh this is blah 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 blah. yeah and that's how they knew him oh my yeah. god imagine the pressure well, was just... he not scared he's not he's not that type of person okay he takes it on the chin he's ready for anything okay that's cool which is annoying as well sometimes. now we'll have a man like that Ew. be sure of yourself my yeah, g yeah <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I love a man that knows yeah, what he, he very, wants. He was very, mm. very, like, whatever you want to do, I'm here. Yeah. That was his vibe. Okay, oh, that's yeah, cool. His vibe no more, but. That was But yeah, so yeah, and then I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you never know how your actions previously mm-hmm. God uses to prepare other people around you. Because me introducing him to the church and everyone being so familiar with him, yeah, the church wasn't as bothered with you being pregnant as I thought they would be. Okay, Do you know that's what I mean? good. Yeah, yeah, because of what I'd already done four months prior. Okay, so I, I'm I'm guessing they would have been more shocked 
if they do know that there yeah, was a guy in the first place. Just, yeah, and oh, it was okay. just some guy that just rocked up like, oh, look at Pastor's daughter, she's been sleeping around. <laughs> Literally. But it wasn't like that. Okay. Everyone knew him. He'd already built a relationship mm. with most of the members in church. And they, okay. Like, he's the type of guy, you meet him, you love him. Oh, wow. Him. He's charming. Is he charming? Yeah, he is. Okay. Obviously, there were some people... Mm-hmm. You still felt the need to blow their trumpet and talk. Mm-hmm. Not only just about me, but it put my parents in a very compromising position as well. Okay. Is this after you got pregnant? Yeah. Okay. And then, even before I told the church about it, mm. let me tell you how I told my parents. Okay. <laughs> Please, because that's the most important <laughs> part. So, I found out I was pregnant. and the first In the same year? No, this was 2015. Oh, okay. So, everyone knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kumbaya. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. all good. <laughs> Spent Christmas together as well. It was oh, so okay. lovely. It was just, re- it was just so. Oh, I was just like, oh, this you were is so alive. in love. Yes, it. <laughs> literally, I found him. Then the following year, it went downhill. Oh God. We were still together, but the pregnancy was what made it for me, anyway, mm-hmm. because of how no children before marriage, no mm-hmm. sex before marriage. So, what month did she get pregnant? I got pregnant. February, but I didn't know until March. Oh, okay. So I was already like five weeks, six weeks gone. Damn. I know. And did you feel any changes in your body? Like, what made you do the test? Period. Oh, okay. So after my mom actually dropped me off mm-hmm. at my apartment, mm-hmm. I ran to Tesco. I was like, yeah, see you later, mom. Yeah, I'm going to see your party. Yeah, well, <laughs> I ran my ass to Tesco. I mm. bought three, was it? Clear blue. blue, yeah, and the three just the Tesco ones. Yeah, you always have to get the cheap ones and then the clear <laughs> blue. They were like, huh? Now these ones, they're too cheap. They're lying. <laughs> I know, yeah. And then clear blue just told me plus three weeks. Oh god, that's what mine said yeah. as well. I was like, ah. so, first of all, I called him. Mm. I think we were in a patchy position at this point. I called him. He didn't pick up. He called me like two days later. Ah. I know. So I was already thinking. You're already but he stressing. didn't know why I was already stressing. I was mm. thinking, I was just like, oh my God. Well, my first thought was, okay, this guy didn't pick up. Mm. What is the church and my parents going to say? What the hell am I going to do? Because obviously I'm guessing um, you are against getting rid, right? Getting what, sorry? Getting rid. Of... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl. <laughs> That's coming too. <laughs> <laughs> So I was just like, what, what are my parents going to say? And I just burst into tears. Mm. Oh my God, I'm really emotional. Just talking about Oh, do you want me to get you tissue? <laughs> You've got some tissue there. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, what are my parents going to say? What's the church going to say? Yeah. And then I started thinking, what are the ch- what's the church going to say about my parents? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't even worried about myself. You're I was about just your worried about the position I put my parents in mm-hmm. and stuff. Then he got in touch with me. I told him I was pregnant. He was just like, oh, yeah, 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 cool, 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 cool. And then I didn't see him until the week later. Was he shook? I don't know. Maybe he was processing in his own way. Mm-hmm. But I didn't go home as well, because normally I go home. And yeah. then my going home went to, like, twice a month. I didn't go home for a whole month. Then mm-hmm. my mom started getting worried. Yeah. And then I finally went home for the weekend. Mm-hmm. The weekend I decided to go home, I pulled my dad. I'm more comfortable talking to my dad we just have that relationship. Oh, okay. So I pulled my dad. We were. It was after church as well. After yeah. I had even sang praise and worship to <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're feeling like, oh God, I'm sorry, I'm lying. I'm hiding something. Thinking, we love you. 
I was thinking, this is my last Friday <laughs> So I pulled my dad to the side in his office and I was mm. just like, Dad, I've got something to tell you. Mm-hmm. Because the, in church, you have rules and regulations and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if something like this happens, yeah, out of wedlock or whatever, um, we call it sexual immorality or fornication, yeah. you have to step down. So I said to my dad, I'm stepping down. Mm-hmm. He asked me why. Mm-hmm. And then I said, because I'm pregnant. He he was disappointed, but with understanding. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. he came from, it happens, but I'm yeah. really disappointed it happened to you. Yeah. Because you're responsible. Yeah. You know what, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he gave me a hug. And mm-hmm. I was just crying. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, I am so sorry. Yeah. Like, I was just apologising. Mm. And what I'm sorry for, it happens every day. It does. It, it does. It does. It's just when it happens to a pastor's child, who is a choir leader and a youth leader, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's not an everyday thing. It's not. It's once in a blue moon thing and people frown upon it, especially in the church. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm so sorry. That was week one. Then I went back home and I said, I'm going to tell mom, please don't say anything. Yeah. He said, okay. So went your dad kept you. this secret yeah, for you? Yeah, he did. Oh, wow. But Such that guy threw me under the goddamn bus. they <laughs> <laughs> me thinking, oh my God, I'll bless your dad. Oh, no. <laughs> Literally, mm. I went back to uni mm. to tell... Um, my lectures and stuff and then during that week i was bleeding so much mm. so i was actually pregnant with twins i lost one. Oh, i'm sorry to hear yeah. that yeah so i was bleeding so much mm. and i sat in the toilet and then something just came out mm. it's called the ambulance he was there as well oh, okay i was about to ask where yeah, he was he was there because mm. i told him i told my mom and dad and stuff i'd seen him before i told my dad yeah just briefly it was so brief and i was so shocked like how brief it was but i had yeah. to go home anyway then the following week, I was bleeding. And then we found out it was, what are they called? Embryo or fetuses? One of the two. Oh, at, that, at the time. Mm. Yeah, you'd lost one. And then it'd been a scam, but there was still another, another one, one left yeah. and stuff. Oh, damn. I know. And why do you think that happened? Were you stressed? I felt like it was just the overwhelming feeling of what I felt the yeah. week before. And then having to tell your dad. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so I then I went home the weekend... And then, first of all, I had to tell my mom that I was sexually active. Oh, especially when she's thinking, oh, my child. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, my child, she's vegging. That was crazy to vegging. Literally. I had to tell her I was sexually active. All mm-hmm. hell broke loose. She couldn't look at me. She was so disgusted. She was so disappointed. Mm. And then I, and then on a Sunday, I made I wanted to tell her that I was pregnant on a Sunday because I knew I was going back. Yeah. On the Sunday, I said, oh, mom, that's not all I had to tell you. Hey. Bearing in mind, I was 12 weeks. So I'd kept this to myself for an extra five to six weeks. So then I sat her down. My dad was <clears> there too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I've already told my dad, it's cool. Mm. You got my back right here, bro. Yeah. <laughs> got my back. Mom, I'm pregnant. My dad was just like, What? <laughs> First of all, I looked at my dad like, Mate, we're not doing this right now. I can't believe you that I didn't yeah. expect that. He was just like, What? <laughs> I didn't know this. I was like, Huh? No. <laughs> 
like my mom was just quiet the whole time. My dad was, I was looking at my dad like, you sell out. You absolutely sell out. Now I can't believe you. Yeah. That did that to you. He was just like, what do you mean you're pregnant? I was like, what? Sir, <laughs> we had this conversation last week. What do you mean? My mom got up. Now your dad's a joker still. <laughs> and she grabbed me by my shoulders and she threw me across the room. I was in absolute floods of tears. Oh my god. It broke my mom's heart. So I didn't expect it to break her heart. That mm. I knew it would break her heart. Yeah. But it was like her life, her firstborn, who's doing so well in church, who's yeah. in uni, blah blah blah. I think you're pregnant. Yeah. Okay. Before we go anywhere. Okay. Do you, was she a virgin before she met your dad? Yeah, she was. So when, did, my dad did was they her wait? First. Oh, she okay. met him at nineteen and since then. So they waited. So they waited to get married before they did. Oh girl, please. <clears throat> okay then. But my so... mom was Muslim then, actually. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, my mom was Muslim. So they didn't wait then. Man, what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so no, they didn't. They oh. had me, then they got married. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the same year of having me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So wh- where was her anger and frustration coming from? Because I knew better. Okay. I already knew, you know, the whole sinning. Mm-hmm. I, 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 did, I did know better. Yeah. But I was in love, girl. Like, I was <laughs> like, oh, that's my man. Okay. <laughs> I was just so in love with him. Yeah. That I was willing. I was actually willing to compromise. To give Can himself to him. Some of the I? Some of the things that us women do for this I man. Know. I was willing. I was so sure of myself before I met him. Like, no, it's marriage, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, I'm me. waiting. Yeah. Hey, until God's like, huh? Let, let me tempt you. Love is so powerful. Let like, me once see. Once you love somebody, mm-hmm. you can, you would do and Even if it means compromising your beliefs and morals, sometimes, as bad as it sounds, it does happen. Yeah. And I did compromise my beliefs and morals. For him. For him. Ooh. Because I was... <clears throat> And I've never felt that type of... I've, I've never been in love before. So mm-hmm. I knew what I was feeling wasn't some fake ass... Yeah. Feeling. Whatever. Okay. That's I mean? understandable. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes you can have a connection with someone. And then... <clears throat> I think especially now that, you know, I've been abstaining. Yeah. Just <laughs> don't think that I'm, from the sh- I'm for the streets because I'm not. I'm allowed today. I beg. <laughs> but, um, you know, like... The, well, there's one in particular that when we have kissed and then i'm like ah please if if i keep kissing this yeah. man or if i keep seeing him i know something is gonna happen yeah. and i don't want to put myself in that situation because i know what i'm trying to yeah. do and i know if i keep going back there mm-hmm. it's definitely gonna happen and i'm not gonna like it yeah well i might do but i'm, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to like myself for it. Yeah. So, you God, I can imagine, like, yeah, so I to just... the point of, I love this man. Yeah, like, I would, I wouldn't, I would, I'd stop going back home every weekend just to be around him, to be with him, to be in his company, because I was just so engulfed mm-hmm. in the idea and the reality of, I found my one, yeah. literally. But, yeah, my mum, she threw me across the room and she was screaming at me. Mm. You've brought shame to this house. Mm-mm. You've brought shame to the church. 
what are people gonna say mm. like the church you've put us in a position where blah like, she was so angry and I was so angry as well but mm-hmm. at myself for yeah. putting her in that position and then she was saying things about the church like you're meant to be an example for the youth you leave that Damn. Hit, oh, it was so awful and then mm. I was looking at my dad like how dare you tell me that? <laughs> Like, you should be the one, like, I'm sorry, but yeah, I knew. You were meant to have my back. But my dad was looking at me, mm, look at you. I'm thinking, wow. <laughs> okay. Snake. Literally, a big-ass snake. Oh, my gosh. And then she left. Like, and then I was just like, okay, I'm going to go back. How how did you feel, like, in that moment? I know you're saying you were angry at yourself, but... I feel like seeing my mom react like that would have made me sad. I'm like, you're not even caring, like, how I I'm feeling. I didn't I didn't. My God. I cared about <clears throat> them and the church. More than yourself. I did. I did. That's a dangerous space I to know. be in. I did. I cared about their image as pastors. I cared mm-hmm. about my, my role yeah. as, you know, choir leader, youth leader. Mm-hmm. I cared about what people would say about my parents mm-hmm. having a daughter who's done this, even though it's an everyday thing. Yeah. That it, it's nothing to some people. Yeah. But in the church community, it's a it's huge a... taboo, really, for pastor's kids. To honestly. do better. Yeah. Lead by example, in it? Yeah. Literally. I can imagine. And then I felt such shame. Mm-hmm. I stopped what I didn't want to be going to church anymore. I didn't want to be going back home anymore. Not because Aww. I was pregnant. And the shame <clears throat> was so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I'd booked to go to an abortion clinic. Aww. I did. To the point where I took myself there. Mm-hmm. I got changed. I laid on the table. And you were ready. I was not mentally ready, but physically for the sake of, of. my parents and the church. And do they know like this is what you were doing? They don't know. They don't know. And what about your partner? Does he, he know? Knew. And how did he feel about he that? He wasn't going to force me to do something. Like, he didn't say, no, don't get rid. Yeah. He didn't. Because at the, at the same time, he was also coming to terms with me being pregnant as well. And you guys are in uni. Was it first or second year? My That was second year. Oh, but okay. he'd already graduated. Oh, okay. He'd already, like, got his degree. He's just chilling, living, yeah. working. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. But my life has just started, you know, obviously as a uni student and stuff like that. So he was just like, if that's what you want to do. We kind of argued about it, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I just said, I'm going to do it because I can't have my parents feeling like this. Yeah. I can't have the church knowing. Like because this. Because the church didn't even know yet. Yeah. I can't put my parents through that and stuff like that. So Ooh. I got ready. <clears throat> and then before they did anything, she was just like, I'm just going to take a scan mm-hmm. just to make sure there is a baby there, blah, 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 blah mm-hmm. whatever. And then as she took the scan, that was the first time I saw the baby, Aww. like, properly. Because mm-hmm. when I'd had the bleeding situation, yeah, there was necessarily not a heartbeat at that time. It was around six, six weeks, I think. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So they say you don't see heartbeats until, like, seven, eight weeks. So, yeah. I, so I just saw, like, a blob, do you know what I mean? But this mm-hmm. time, I saw the heartbeat. And Aww. when I saw that... I got up off that table so flipping quick mm-hmm. because that feeling was, if I do this, there is no turning back for me. No. I'm already a sinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <been> shagging. Yeah. <laughs> then I got pregnant. If yeah. I do this, 
I know myself, I would never forgive myself. Yeah. So I got up. They were just like, what are you doing? And I was just like, oh, I'm getting up. And then the lady, I feel like God said, like, she was just like, for you to get up off this table, I'm not going to force you to sit back down. So I'm yeah. going to have to tell you to go get dressed and go home. And go home. I think, especially after hearing the heartbeat, yeah. and then you still... And she turned, she was like, look at, <clears throat> look at your baby. <laughs> I was like, this bitch. <laughs> Probably say, look at the baby you're about know, to get rid of. Hey, oh my god! So I turned my head. I saw the heart, <clears throat> and I was like, I can't do this. But uh, my partner, he'd been calling me, but there was no signal where yeah. I was. Oh. So when I got out of the building, I got like 30, 40 missed calls, Damn. messages. Please <clears throat> don't do this. Oh. Come back. Let's talk about it properly. And yeah. When I saw that, I just felt okay. Let's go yeah. back to uni and speak to him about it. And then when I got to uni, he was just like, I'm ready, please, Aww. let's do this together, blah, blah. If I mm. need to go to your parents together, blah, then let's we can do go. it. Bear in mind, I'm, I'm not going to church at this point. Mm-hmm. So, and how long had it been since you hadn't been to church? Since I told my parents. Mm-hmm. So that was like two weeks, so just two Sundays. Oh, okay. Yeah, not a lot. But, but for me, two <clears> Sundays, I go Wednesdays. Fridays, Saturdays, so I felt like I'd not been going for a long time. Yeah, damn. So then we went to my parents' house together. Mm -hmm. He dressed up in shirt, trousers, shoes, (laughs) blazer. He was ready. And then I obviously dressed up as well. Mm. And then, um, because they already knew him. Yeah. He then had to be like, oh, yeah. And plus, culture plays a role as well. Yeah, of course. Not just the church, but Mm -hmm. culture. You have to do things right culturally. Mm -hmm. So then he was just like... I'm the one that got your daughter pregnant. Did it go on his own or did it bring a family member? No, he came first. Okay. Then I met his parents. Hey, God. Yeah. Imagine meeting the parents for the first time pregnant. Then I met his parents. Mm-hmm. Then they came and they bought like... Do you know what I mean? They bring like rice, oil, you know, yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Play with my children to bury your daughter kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, then he went to my parents. I'm the one that got pregnant. And the first thing out of my parents' mouth was marriage. Ah, he was just like, huh? Marry who? <laughs> when? <laughs> and then I was looking at my mum I was literally saying, I'm ready to do it by myself mm-hmm. until we're in a space where we can move forward into yeah. marriage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're st- we were still getting... To- we were only shagging for like eight months. <laughs> hey. We were still getting to know each other. And I feel like at 2021, you're still very young. Yeah, very young. Mm-hmm. And that was to my- be thinking about, oh... We're having a baby and then we get married. Yeah. First of all, I'm still coming to terms with I'm having a baby. Yeah. Literally, my mom, she couldn't even look at me. Mm-mm. She couldn't. She was just like, mm. she was just oozing disgust to him. That as must well. have been painful it for was, you. Ugh, the worst time ever. The worst time ever. Oh my God. My dad was the one that was doing the talking, so we need to meet your parents, obviously. Mm-hmm. My dad asked me about it. I said, no, not yet. Mm-hmm. My mom was just like, mm. She was literally... Oh, she I was feel sad. like moms have got this thing that will let you know, like, I am so disappointed in yeah. you. I can't even stand yeah, you. And that's painful. Because yeah. sometimes you're like, mom, like, I yeah. expect you to understand and yeah. you don't even... Yeah. You don't even get it. And then even my sister as well, <clears throat> she was so angry because everyone thought... Because she's, she's not, like... She's very reserved. Mm-hmm. She's not the uptight church... Like, she loves mm. God and everything, but she yeah. also, like... I'm, I'm living life, too. Yeah. So she was like, you're ashamed to this family. Uh, and she went in on me as well, and we were really close. So yeah. when she went in on me, I was just like... Oh, I want my I, own. Oh, I had the worst... 
I'd say the worst five months. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. The worst. And I had to leave uni as well because I was just bleeding all the time. Mm-hmm. The stress was taking a toll on my body. I was bleeding. I was so sick. And then no one, and, and people, all they're worried about is that you're bringing shame yeah, to the family. Yeah. But not the fact that you're actually carrying yeah, a human being and yeah. you need to be in the right space of mind. Yeah. That's selfish. Sorry. And my partner was so popular as well. Like, mm. with, with the ladies. <laughs> with the ladies, it was so popular and stuff. That yeah. people then started spreading rumours about me at uni, saying uh, I got pregnant to trap him. Ah. Uh, so I was dealing with that. Like, I couldn't even go to Tesco without people uh, the worst five months. Imagine your first pregnancy, your first baby. And then people and are stressing you. Oh, no. That must have been very it traumatic. It was so awful. And anyway, we told our parents. Mm-hmm. We told his parents. Then his parents came to my parents. Then <clears throat> I started showing. Yeah. Because I was really petite, so I didn't really show. Like, mm-hmm. I started showing. Then the church got whiff of what was going on yeah they were just like oh congratulations i was that's why i said i was so shocked like i didn't expect the church to react that mm-hmm. way oh yeah we know who he is there's no yeah. problem and there was just one or two people just like hmm, and then they started spreading rumors about the church Mm-mm. like my parents can't keep their members or their workers on on under control no one should go to that church their daughter is bringing Men, men. they won't even say oh the guy yeah. that they know men yeah. oh pregnant. people can be so, so horrible members, yeah and in, imagine how my mom felt after that oh god so how the first guy went with him was it was so beautiful just, oh, baby. beautiful <laughs> then the second one all my family came okay my mom was like i'm gonna come i need to see the baby <laughs> and my sister was like yeah i'm coming in here you're a prick and i was just like yeah. <laughs> Oh, when and then they all saw the baby. Mm. My mom burst into tears. Oh, after the scan was done, mm. she hugged me. She mm. was just like, We're doing this together. My sister was like, oh, I'm never gonna be an auntie. <laughs> like, it all changed after seeing, yeah, just this miracle. You should have said, Why were you guys pricks then? Oh, imagine. Okay, pardon my language. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, wish I couldn't, yeah. And then the whole church thing kept going. Mm. And then, but in the back of my mind, throughout the whole of the pregnancy, I was just so filled with guilt and yeah. shame. Regardless of my mom got over it. Yeah. She got over it to the point where she was making me traditional food every day. Oh, bless her. My sister was like, well, let's go, baby. It was really lovely. Yeah. But the beginning of seeing what I did to my parents and stuff like uh, that as yeah. pastors, not as parents. Mm-hmm. Because as parents, you know, there was a bit of, have you eaten? Mm. Are you okay? But as pastors, Mm. I really felt and believed I did bring shame to them Mm -hmm. and to the church. I think now, like, the way that you've spoken about it, I get it. Because before I was looking at it as anyone can get pregnant out of wedlock, but getting pregnant out of wedlock, why is you have a father in the house that's yeah, a pastor yeah. that people look up to and yeah. have expectations of I can just imagine yeah. all that pressure. Yeah. And there's a girl as well. I know. Oh my god. The pressure it just it was awful. And mm. I just felt guilt to the point where only just recently I've addressed it. Like that guilt has followed me for four years. Oh, like this my first born, he's, mm. he's four now. That boy doesn't know anything. He doesn't yeah. know. Mommy, like, he doesn't, he does not have a clue. 
what you've Every, been through. My partner's moved on mm-hmm. from it. Do you know what but I mean? But it was just you holding on. My parents, they mm-hmm. love him so much. Mm-hmm. But that guilt and shame has followed me all these years. And only, I'd say this year, have I fully addressed it and looked at it head on. And did you look at did you look at it by yourself or did you have a conversation with your parents? I looked at it with my partner and a mentor. Oh, okay. Me going to my parents, that's another story for another day because I still find that very hard yeah. to do. Oh, okay. Because I've only just gone over the my part the in the shame. whole situation. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. That um, if I was to then go to them, I feel like it would bring me back a bit. Yeah, I okay. I need to fully forgive myself yeah before then being confident and going to them do you know what i mean <sighs> that's the worst thing so to like bad. feel to feel shame and guilt and then having to like actually look at the situation mm-hmm. piece by piece and actually work on that oh yeah, my god it's it it's hard it yeah awful. you just feel imagine just feeling like shame for so long you just feel you lose your sense of self Mm. it affects you as a mother Mm -hmm. and not only like after when he turned two i had another baby and then you know when he was turning three i had another baby and Mm -hmm. that feeling carried on with with me Mm -hmm. as his mom too do you know what i mean but then um you had been married then yeah i got married a year after i had my first child oh okay and that marriage came through whether you like it or not you're getting married it didn't come through mm, because hey, your guys were ready. Will you marry me? Oh it didn't my come god! That. So did and, he, did he even ask to marry you, or no, it was because you guys, because you guys, you have to get we married. We had to do it. Oh. Yeah. And he came from a position where he said no for so long. Yeah. It then put me back to that headspace with my parents, and yeah. you brought shame again. Yeah. What kind of boy did you bring home? <laughs> How dare he, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't have culture. He doesn't understand. And he's not saying, like, I don't have culture. I just want to be able to do this when I'm ready and yeah. in my own good time. But they didn't get that. They just thought, you got my daughter pregnant, you're married This her. is what you have to do. Even though we were together, we were, mm. but we were nowhere near ready. Yeah. And then in doing that, it caused issues between him his parents, my parents, and I was in the middle, but mm-hmm. because of how I f- was feeling, mm-hmm. I felt like I had no choice but to side my parents just to make up for what I'd done to them. Oh. Yeah. So anytime he would be like, Lucy, why, why are you not li- listening to me? Mm. I was coming from a position where I can't listen to you right now. I'm I have sorry. to please I my parents. I have to do what I need to do for the sake of my parents. Oh, girl. Yeah. And I feel like that's one thing that kills us. It's like we always have to please our parents and then forget that we're also human and we need to think about the decisions that we're making for ourselves. Yeah. Oh, girl. It was awful. I wouldn't, I can't. And then he just gave in. And then in him giving in, it took like his love for me away a little bit Mm. because he just felt he was in a situation where he had no say. He felt and forced just, in yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm just here. Not because I want to be, it's just because I'm just here. Mm. And it put a strain on us as parents mm-hmm. and ha- as partners and as individuals. Yeah. Because then he wanted to be away from me a lot more. Yeah. And then I just... And I was just in a headspace where 
Hey, we're married now. Mm. We've already got a child. Yeah. We've we've already been through the worst of it. It's mm-hmm. just marriage. What's what's wrong in that? Mm. But from him, marriage was a huge commitment. And it is. And we had not taken the steps to get there. We were we met each other. I don't know, he, he fell in love, but <laughs> I fell in love with him. Yeah. We started being intimate and a baby came. Do you know what I mean? That's and a baby quick. came, mm-hmm. and after the baby, it's either you marry or you don't see us again. Oh my god. That gosh. was what he was getting from like the church and do you know what I mean? And my yeah, parents and, and your stuff. parents. And then he felt like, fine, I'll just do this for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Even though he still loved me, yeah, it was coming from a position where you're stripping me of my choice as a man yeah. to do what I need to do for this girl. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it put a strain on us so much. We grew apart. We were fighting. Even if it's just snacks for the little kid, for our boy, we were fighting. And then we started to question where we were actually compatible. Yeah, We were fighting so much. And... I wouldn't care that we were fighting just as long as I was doing what my parents said. Or what Sis. not not because of my parents. Let me not mm. say my parents, but my pastors or for the sake of the church. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you weren't even really doing it for yourself. Yeah. So my pet is so hard to separate parents and pastors. There's such a thin line mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, even though they're parents, they're yeah. also pastors and they're also leaders of a <clears> number of people. You know, and they yeah. have a responsibility to mm-hmm. me as well, but most importantly to God and to the church. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So they were putting such a. My dad was trying to be so compassionate, but at the mm-hmm. same time, he had to put on a hard face, and like we've got to follow rules, we've got to follow the re- regulations. You had a duty. He writes these rules, though. It just it's like once you have a church, mm-hmm. the church then needs to have a doctrine, mm-hmm. and within that doctrine comes rules, and it says it in the Bible as well yeah yeah it does it says in the bible how like the hierarchy like you've got the prophets it just mm-hmm. it's, it's really and it also it. says that you know we shouldn't be doing chickeners before we get married <laughs> so <laughs> it, says <a> <laughs> <lot of> it. <laughs> it says a whole lot yeah. of the but, man. but that whole experience really affected me as a person mm-hmm. it affected myself esteem myself worth myself mm-hmm. whatever it is self whatever self it affected me so much mm-hmm. so much like even when i'm angry with my parents or my pastors or whatever or the church i feel like i have no leg to stand on because of what because happened. of what you yeah. did Since. and that is and that is the word Do you know how heavy that weight is it's very oh my god it's so heavy and it breaks you down mm-hmm. day by day until you're fully in a place where you're on the brink you're either on the brink of losing it mm-hmm. or you're on the brink of doing god forbid what else do you know what i mean it was so awful it affected my relationship so much mm-hmm. so much that only i would say in all honesty mm-hmm. two months ago we found good ground. Two months yeah. after the six years that you guys have been together. The first year was great. Mm-hmm. The pregnancy, the be- when it was just us two with the pregnancy news, mm. it was, oh, you cook for me, oh, I'm throwing up, oh, first trimester, whatever. <laughs> it was when the church got involved. That's when my changed. pastors got involved. Yeah. And then... My parents just did what they knew to do culturally. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame them. I blame the culture. Yeah. 
that's been thousands of years of general. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, that's a but, shame. Yeah. Oh my God, I, I can't even imagine like how traumatic it was for you. Because you ex- you expect to get pregnant and everyone be happy for you, yeah. especially your parents. Yeah. Like, they were happy, but at the same time, they were sad. Mm-hmm. They were happy as parents, but mm-hmm. they were disappointed as pastors. Yeah. Hey, then trying to separate those two. It was very hard, because the <sighs> disappointment came across more mm-hmm. than the happiness. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't think I would have survived that one. Yeah. And like you say, in two months, only two months ago, yeah, you and your babes. Were, were catching jokes. I don't think I've laughed mm. that much in so long, because... Not because, like, he's a bad whatever. Mm-hmm. Because he's out there creeping. Uh-huh. <laughs> he don't catch his hands. <laughs> but yeah. because of what I've been carrying, yeah. I let it affect our relationship. And he didn't know. Was it? Was he aware, like, this is he what was, was bothering him? He was. And when we would argue, it would mm. be a case of, if only you did what you were meant to do back then, mm-hmm. we wouldn't be in this situation. I would be oh. putting the blame on him too. Yeah. Because as he was just like, no, I don't want to do what they're telling me to do. Mm-hmm. Because I want to do it for myself and for us, not because yeah. they're telling me to. And did you understand where he was coming from? I did, but I didn't care for it. Oh. And then have you guys had this conversation like after, obviously, time yeah, has we passed? Did. We did and, with the mentor as well. Mm-hmm. We spoke. He really spoke about feelings I never knew he was feeling as well. Ooh. Like he was he was disappointed in me as his partner. Yeah. And as the mother of his ch- his children, like the mother of his children, mm-hmm. well, his child back then, in just leaving him stranded and running to them to own. please them rather than sticking together as a mm-hmm. united front. And you guys are a family as well. Yeah. Instead of worrying about you, him, and your son, yeah. you're still more worried about pleasing your parents. Church, yeah. Even now, like, through throughout what was going on, mm-hmm. if um, if a member was just like, "Oh, we've not seen your husband for a long time," mm-hmm. I'd feel so like, "Oh, I'd be making excuses like, oh yeah, that's because he's he's working, blah 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 blah," not mm-hmm. knowing because what's happening is affecting us, do you know what I mean? Mm. I, you wouldn't want to tell them what was going on. Yeah. You'd just be like, oh, yeah, he's fine, but I would be making excuses for so much just to show face and be like, yeah, we're yeah. great, but we're really not. Yeah. Everything that's happened. Oh, is, girl, yeah. that is a lot. I know. How are you? Now, uh-huh. I'm overcoming, like, f- years of... Of this. Of guilt and shame. Yeah. And where is your mentor from? Are they from church or is it like an outside church thing? The outside of church. Yeah, okay, that's good. Because church, I feel like they can be biased. Yeah. Probably even make it worse for you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. it was even S that sought them out. Mm -hmm. That was just like, I need to speak to somebody. Yeah. We need to speak to somebody because we are breaking. Yeah. Oh, wow, that was good of him. Damn, until you find out that you didn't even know, like, this is how we felt. That's a lot, too. How did that make you feel? What, like... Finding out, yeah. I burst into tears. Because in me trying to please everybody else, Mm -hmm. I forgot about him. I forgot about my family. And that's supposed to be your partner. Yeah. Someone that you're actually building this family with. his feelings. Yeah. I forgot about 
us together i did i actually did i'm not even gonna lie and be like nah i was the best like <laughs> i did yeah the church was more important to me than what he was and that was wrong of me because yeah. regardless mm-hmm. god is a god of family god he respects is. family because mm-hmm. after god it talks about how once you've married you mm. leave your parents you, you they are now extended and mm-hmm. you, you stick to whom you're married with mm-hmm. and that is your one mm-hmm. and i didn't only recently did we become one it was me and my my mom and dad my and siblings the church and then him alone ah uh. yeah and you know what that does to a man as well you better catch these hands if anything happens honestly but it pushes it does it pushes them to go elsewhere it yeah, does it does because if i'm not getting it from home like yeah where am you i felt gonna neglected. get from yeah you can't really blame him i know i don't know before i did mm. i'd be like you're a man you should know what's going on <laughs> you're from africa why not do you want to do you know what i mean yeah yeah uh, but sometimes communication you just have to talk but i'm glad you guys are at uh, it's a safe space where yeah. you can We're talk about these things. Now. There yeah. is no longer a, a him bubble and a me and my everything bubble. Yeah. We're in our bubble. Okay. Where it's me, him, our two boys, and this mm-hmm. baby coming. And the baby coming. That's good. Yeah. It was hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard on my mom, actually. That's another story for another time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I can't wait for that one. Yeah. But, oh my gosh, man, thank you for coming and talking about this. Because I feel like I've actually learned quite a lot. I wasn't aware, like, this is what actually goes on. Yeah. Because my experience in telling my mom is is not as bad as yours. And I big up to you for still being here. Oh, thank you handling all of it yeah. we still got some more things to work on yeah, but bro <laughs> but i've started healing yeah yeah i have healing I think, is important yeah. and there are a lot of girls who are like pastors kids or mm. ministers children mm-hmm. who have been in my position yeah and have dealt with what i had to deal with but mm-hmm. have never spoken out about it yeah you know that they're still holding it in mm-hmm. and it's still affecting them as well so i'm really Can you glad i've been given the opportunity to talk yeah and then sometimes our parents don't even be knowing what that actually does yeah. to us mm-hmm. so now well done to you thank you anyway guys that's it for this episode i hope you guys learned a thing or two thanks thank you for coming thank you (laughs) Bye. bye